You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome back to the Womanpreneur Podcast. This is Melissa Motes hanging out with my good friend, Amanda McEwen. Hello. How are you? I know you love to tell me how you are. <laughs> Why don't you make up my answer? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> no, right. you go. You always go. I'm okay. I am okay, always. But you say you it always do way. an upswing in your voice. An upswing. I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, I mean, if I said I'm okay, it would have a completely different Eeyore quality. It has to an Eeyore it. effect. I yeah. was just going to say it. <laughs> We're I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah. So you have a, you, when you give me an upswing inflection and you're okay, I know that you really are okay. Okay. Now you're not okay. (laughs) Now I'm going to mess with you. All it takes is a little inflection. I'm all right. That's your other word too. I'm all right. Yeah. Well, upswing. Upswing. Good to know. Yeah. See, I learned more about myself. That's what happens. That's what happens. Good stuff. Hey. We had a great week last week. We talked about morning routines, but the thing is there's a whole rest of the day. And we actually got a request in our Facebook community page for an episode about time management from yeah. a new listener named Kaz, I believe it's C-A-Z. Ooh, hey so Kaz, thanks for listening. you have good timing, Kaz, because we were moving on from last week's morning routine episode to this week more about the rest of the day Managing your time when you work from home specifically, because that's what we have the most experience with. That's what most of our listeners and viewers are uh, doing is they're working for themselves from home. We do have plenty of people who have jobs and are not working from home. Sometimes they do something for themselves at night. There's a lot of different things, but primarily a lot of people want to work from home and find that it's very difficult to stay motivated to actually get the work done. Yeah. So a lot of people don't even stay home to work. They'll go to the coffee shop. They'll go to one of those workspaces that you can rent out just to be around people. There's a lot of different reasons that people go. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally love working from home, but a big part of it is that I do live alone so I don't have the same distractions. A lot of times people have family members at home and a herd of animals. I do have my two cats, but they keep to themselves. So my home office is under my control. So it's yeah. a very productive space for me. Yeah. You don't have too many of those like external forces that can, you know, get in the way or right. distract you or pull you away from work. And there's a lot to be said for that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I would suggest is having a designated workspace in your, a work area yes. in your home where you know when you're in that zone, you're, mm-hmm. you're in work mode and you're doing your work. Yeah. I, I have a, a bedroom that we've turned into like oh, my, my work office that I spend mm-hmm. a lot of my life in. Yeah, that's one of the things that I is definitely on my list of recommendations because, and a lot of times people are like, oh, well, I can work wherever I am with my laptop, myself included. Yeah. However, <laughs> when you want to be focused on your work, it's at least for me and for a lot of the most productive people I know, having a designated workspace that's set up uh, in, in the best way for you, the right lighting, the right temperature, the right sounds. Some people need to work in silence. I can't do that. I need to have music on. Mm -hmm. Um, Silence, sounds weird, but silence is too loud for me. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I, I need something playing all the time, unless I'm in a really tricky spreadsheet where there's a lot of detail and I need to be really focused. It's pretty much the only time I'll turn off the music. Mm -hmm. um, smells. I, I'm a big fan of the essential oil diffusers and some kind of smell that's going to keep me happy and invigorated and whatever you need. What's to... a scent you like for your... Uh... I just found a blend and oh, it's, it's actually called... Oh, it has buttercup in the name. It's called Cheer Me Up Buttercup. Mm. You would love it just for the name and I think Why there's a song... Why don't you cheer me up? It's build me up. I'm, that's you. I'm singing your, your thing. <laughs> I do. Cheer I me okay. up buttercup, baby. Nah, I, I love that song though. Hold on. Why don't you cheer me up, cheer me up, buttercup, baby, just to let me down. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. Yep. I like that it's called Cheer Me Up, Buttercup. I, I thought you would. It, I got it at Sprouts. Um, it was part of a, a essential oils blend package. They had to coupon on the app and but it's a really good scent it's a blend of a lot of different citrus scents i think there's Ooh. lemon uh orange and lime in it there's also bergamot and vanilla and cinnamon and i think ginger like it's it's kind of Ooh. it's kind of citrusy and kind of spicy but it's really nice that sounds really nice <laughs> so, i love citrusy uh scents too. and i do think that they're very mm -hmm. like lively like yes. they make you feel really energized yeah that's what the, the whole point of them is for yeah. but Having and making sure, well, for me, having a clean and organized workspace without all the clutter, I, th I think it at least needs to be set up for how you best work. Some people work well in the clutter. Some people like piles of stuff. So if that's what works for you, then go with it by all means. But I don't know anyone who has ever said out loud, I work so great. <laughs> amidst clutter. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't think of anyone, but I know there has to be, well, I, I have heard people say that once something is clean, they don't know where anything is. Yeah. Like when it was messy, at least they knew where Abby's over here raising her hand. So we just found one where it's, even when it's cluttered and messy, like those people know where the stuff is. Yeah. You can but, know where it is, but which, which way do you feel better in though? You feel better when it's clean? Yeah, because I think, um, you know, having having everything in order, I just kind of just, I think you just feel like totally reset mm -hmm. in, in in order. I don't know. Well, one of, one of the other things on, on my list is to remove distractions. And to mm -hmm. me, clutter is a distraction. Because if I see a bunch of stuff, either it's a bunch of stuff that needs to get done, whether it's a to-do list or bunch of post-it notes with different things that need to be done or cleaning up the mess is a thing that needs to be done. I, th I think it's really good to keep the distractions away so you can stay focused on the things that you need to get done. Mm -hmm. We've talked before about taking notifications off of your phone for yeah. especially social media, but for other apps too. Um, for some people, and I, I was like this, uh, I'm still like this. I don't have my email check itself automatically. Because again, I, I know I don't like the red circles, but I'll check my email when it's time for me to check my email if I'm waiting for something, I'll check it more often, but I never have it set to, uh, on my phone anyway, on mm -hmm. my laptop when it's open, it's constantly checking, but <clears throat> that I can close when it's the end of my work day, it goes away. But my phone, my, my phone, because my phone is usually with me on not during non-work hours. I don't, I don't want that distraction yeah. in my personal time. No, that's good. I think another important thing when you're working from home is basically having a set work hour 
structure. Like when do you start the day and when do you end the day? You know, we were talking about that in morning routines, how for you, Pilates at the end of the day mm -hmm. kind of makes you feel like, okay, that's a defined, I'm finished. The rest of the night is my time, that kind of thing. Number one on my list, set a schedule. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of times I think when people start their own businesses, they want to rebel against the schedule because mm -hmm. they've had a schedule for so long and they don't want it and they like the freedom. But now you're setting your own schedule. It's not dictated to you by somebody else who's saying, yeah. you must start at this time and you can only take breaks during this time and you can't go here. It's completely different when you're the one setting the schedule. But for me and for a lot of people I know, it's the best way to stay on track, whether it's a daily schedule, a weekly schedule, sometimes it's a mix of both. It's what do I have to do today and how much time do I need to allocate? It doesn't have to always be set out, you know, days in advance. I, we talked last week, I set mine up the night before or the day before when I'm winding down my work for that day, I'm kind of putting together what needs to get done for tomorrow. I don't know why tomorrow just sounded that way. Um, it's just what happens, but it's, it, I prioritize, okay, I need to get this, 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 this done. I usually have it. My to-do list is a note in my phone because sometimes I, I move things around. So I'll just copy a line and cut it from here and move it up or mm -hmm. move it down depending. But it's having that structure because otherwise when you have giant clumps of hours where you, you're, in control of yourself, there isn't somebody telling you what to do anymore. Yeah. You have to tell yourself and, and it's easier when you eliminate the distractions. And there, there's people that I've heard say, oh, well, I can't trust so-and-so to work at home because he's just going to watch TV all day. There's this, this weird perception out there that people who work from home just watch TV all day. And I, I still treat my work day as if I worked at an office somewhere. Mm -hmm. My hours are much less and much more flexible, but I don't turn on the TV during the day, sometimes maybe during my lunch break. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't just sit and watch TV because I, I have work to do. Yeah. There's a time for that. And it's not, for me, it's not during the middle of the week. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, for me, I have, a, I have a kickoff time every morning. Um, I, I like to be in my office, like in my home studio office, by about nine o'clock, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes even a little earlier than that. Um, but that means I've already, you know, gone through my morning routine. Mm -hmm. I've already showered, walked, had breakfast. I have peeked at my email. I've had a rough mm -hmm. idea of what my day is going to look like. I'm in, already kind of been in work mode for a while um, yep. in, a, in a certain sense. But um, I like to get my workday going as early as I possibly can. And then there are certain mornings, like you said, you've got to be flexible because there are times if you're working on a certain type of a project, it might require you to have mm -hmm. a, a earlier start time or, yeah. you know, even being outside of your, your home for, for being out on a, you know, a shoot or traveling yeah. for other projects that you're involved in. For me, it could be early voiceover session, working with an East Coast client, mm -hmm. having to do a 6 or 7 a.m recording session. So then I have to be flexible and adapt to the situation and be like, all right, so today I'm going to walk after, or I'm going right. to, you know, uh, I try to still honor the things that mm -hmm. make me feel good that are a part of my day. But, um, but yeah, yeah that's kickoff I, time. And I think building your schedule based on your own peak performance times mm -hmm. is really important because it, again, not everybody's a morning person, not everybody's a night person. It's knowing when you're going to be at your best and then 
deciding, okay, these are the things that I'm going to do during that time. Because I know for me, I like to schedule. And one of the, for me, the most important ways to keep on track is batch work. We've talked about batch work mm -hmm. before. It's dedicating blocks of time to, to accomplishing certain tasks or whatever you have on your list. I like to schedule all of my meetings on two days of the week. I usually do Tuesdays and Thursdays if I have to schedule anything. And I try to schedule things in the morning. And for me, the reason is that A, I'm at my best in the morning, so that's helpful. But also my days are very unpredictable. And as my day goes, more and more things could be piling up. And I don't ever want to get to a place to where so much has piled up and now I can't make it to my meeting or I want, I'm not present at that meeting because now my mind is thinking about all the other things that I need to do. So whenever I have the option to set a time, it's always in the morning. That way I know I get the meeting done and then I can come back home and knock everything out. Your world, you can't usually do that because you have clients on the East Coast who are starting really early. And I know when you try to set up personal things, uh, yours tend to be towards the end of the day when you've already accomplished all the things. So another example why you have to do what works for your schedule, because I, I know that we're complete opposites in that way. You're like, I've got to schedule this. I'm going to do it at, at this time towards the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. But it's, again, comes back to what you said earlier and we say often is know what works for you, mm -hmm. stick with what works for you. And then there are definitely times you're going to need to compromise, you know, yeah. with different people you're working with and even your friends, you know, there have been plenty of times that you and I've gotten together and you've been flexible because you know that like yeah. maybe my morning was crazy or whatever, or we've tried to get together on a weekend or an evening mm -hmm. or whatever, whether it's business or personal, we try to always make it work. Yeah. Where we plan it. We live on different sides of town. So we'll try to find a, when are you going to be in my neck of the woods? Like, when are we going to be closer together? Yeah. And let's try to plan something either before or after that, where it sometimes it sounds silly, but when, you, when your friends are busy too, everybody's busy. It's yeah. finding that time sometimes. And sometimes, yeah, I don't, do I want to go out at eight or nine o'clock at night to go meet with somebody? No. But if that's the only time that person has available, yeah, sometimes I will compromise, but not every time. That's right. <laughs> well, other than scheduling, um, I know you had some some thoughts on uh, you, that you wanted to talk about. Is that your list? Well, oh, I've been going list? over it. Oh, yeah. But oh. a lot of the things you're talking oh. about are, are oh, on my oh, list. Oh, they are? I like they that are. you brought a list today. It makes, it makes me well, really happy. We did a couple episodes where there was actually somewhat of an outline, and I just thought they flowed really well. So yeah. I thought maybe I'll put nice. some notes together. Because I don't, I don't like that we get so caught up in our conversation that sometimes afterwards I'm like, ah, I wanted to say that. And, oh, I forgot to talk about this because there's always so many things. Yeah. But there are. Yeah. Um, in the conversation, I'm, I keep saying um, and I'm not an ummer, so I don't know why that's happening to me We today. have an um day every once in a while. I don't want to have an um day. I want to have, have a um cheer me up buttercup day. Why don't you cheer me up buttercup? <laughs> don't break my heart. Don't break my heart. Don't do it. Okay. okay. Uh, sorry. I'm okay. Uh, more examples of batch work. Yeah. There, the concept behind that is if you keep, if you have repetitive tasks or similar tasks, it's much easier to do them all together than to jump from one to the other. And I know we've talked about it before. Like for you, if you're in the middle of voicing, 
it's not easy for you to go from voicing and then jump into bookkeeping and then back to voicing and then to admin because it takes time to get in the right frame of mind when you're doing a lot of different kinds of things. And that's the same for me. If I'm working on a production and then I have to work on a spreadsheet and then I have to do something else, sometimes it, it, especially in the detailed budget type, color-coded, elaborate spreadsheets, which are my favorite kind, sometimes there's a lot of focus that's needed Mm -hmm. to pay attention to all the formulas to make sure that they're accurate, to make sure that you're not missing anything. Because sometimes on these budgets, if you miss one thing, you could cost a client a whole lot of money Mm -hmm. or yourself, or there's a lot of bad things that can happen. So another reason why I don't like email to dictate when I do things If I need to focus, I'll close my laptop. I'll work on my desktop. Yes, I'm a dinosaur with a desktop computer. But I will do what I need to do, turn my phone upside down. We've talked about that. And while I'm focused on that, I'm not distracted by anything else. And I do that in clumps of time. And I'll take breaks. Breaks are on my list because I think it's an important part of your day to take breaks. Not necessarily hour long, but sometimes just get up and walk around, get some water, Clear your mind a little bit. Maybe go smell a different smell. I've got lots of them. That's good. I do no? Those I are like all really good. I, I love the idea of batch it's work. A good smell. By the way, and I try to do batch work mm-hmm. whenever possible. But I'm just going to be super honest here. <laughs> Every day of my life, I'm just trying to keep up with everything. <laughs> yep. I feel like in a perfect world, there are times when I'm ahead, like I'm caught up, I'm ahead. I can do some batch work. Mm -hmm. I'm like so proud of myself. And I'm like, look at me. I got all this done. Wow. I feel so great. I feel on top of my game. But the truth of the matter, you know, for me, and and I know you've you've had days like this too. We've we've shared during them. We're both just like (laughs) just trying to keep our head above water. It's a, it's a beautiful storm is what it is right. because it's a beautiful storm because it's nice to be needed and to be busy and to be able to be providing services to other people mm-hmm. who need you and are asking for your time and your talent and your attention and all of those things. But it gets tricky when all of it's happening in the same day or the same hour or all at once and you want to give your best self and your best work and you don't want to get behind on other things that are time sensitive. And it seems like a lot of stuff is is being asked for right now. And there are times when you just have to just go, hey, I'm doing my best. Yep. I'm giving it my best. Mm-hmm. Prioritizing. Yeah. Prioritizing. Yeah. Prioritizing. Absolutely. And again, that that for me comes with time of day. Yeah. My most important tasks I do first thing because I those are the ones that I know I can't let them get buried by other things. Yes. And it's I, I also put a lot of focus on the little things. Just take I've talked about this. If I can if it takes less than five minutes, just do it now. Mm-hmm. So that's those things advice. don't build up. But if if I have something that's gonna take more time sometimes it does come back to crafting an actual schedule to say, okay, I'm going to get as much of this done between this time and this time. And as much as I like to talk about scheduling, it's also, you have to be really adaptable and really flexible because you could set a schedule, at least in my world. And I know in yours, I could set a schedule at eight o'clock in the morning. And by 
817, it's changed because something came in and it's urgent. And this, there's always number of clients and sometimes they all have urgent things. And it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to do that this time. And sometimes you just can't, you can't do everything. There, yeah. There's a, a week or two, I, I believe that we didn't post anything for our podcast because mm -hmm. neither of us had the time. We, yeah. we could not find the time to, to do, do it. it. And it, we, we just couldn't. And it, we posted a note saying why we couldn't do it. But it's, you know, yeah. that's part of running a business is sometimes you have to let something go. Yeah. Sometimes you have to have a conversation with a client and say, I can't keep up with this workload. Um, maybe this isn't the right fit or here's what I can do for you. Maybe we could find somebody else to handle this. I've, I've had to let clients go not, and I, I would never word it as I just don't have time for you. But sometimes what people's expectations are and what they're paying you and all of these things, when it feels more like a burden, mm -hmm. fortunately, I don't work with anybody that ever feels like a burden. But I, I when I used to work for a company, I, I I know that feeling well. And yeah. there have been times when it's like, you know what, this just isn't the right fit. I have way too much on my plate right now. You're important to me and I don't want to let you down right. is a big part of it. I was going to say that I think that's the bigger part mm -hmm. of it is you want to always be able to provide them with what, what they're asking for. And one big one for me has been just when you talk about prioritizing, um, a lot of times people assign me a, a voiceover project and it's a creative project and they have a deadline and they'll say, Hey, any chance I can get this back today? And I always do my best to try to get it back to them today. Mm -hmm. But if I have three other people asking me for the same thing, can you get this back today or within the hour or whatever? I don't want to ever sacrifice quality just for, you know, speed. I still want to give them a, a premium product and do a really great job and make sure I, I do everything well. Um, sometimes I'll just say to the client, Hey, I'm going to do my best to get that back to you by end of day today, but there's a good possibility that I'm not going to be able to have it for you until first thing tomorrow morning. Will that work for you? And then if you do that with a couple of your, you know, clients or your relationships, the ones that you know can wait till tomorrow morning, then it takes a little bit of that pressure off of you. So you can, you know, move that, you know, or, work, yeah. you know, work things around a bit so that you can breathe a bit more and handle some of the other tasks that people are asking you for. Um, but ask if you can, yeah. you know, and it's all in the way you ask. Don't, don't put your stress in it though. I, I always try mm -hmm. to keep the stress right. out of it. Even if I'm feeling stressed and pressured and whatever, I'll just say, uh, something I, I try to kind of keep it light and comical. <laughs> and I say, Today's Melissa Moat's Appreciation Day. Everybody's <laughs> appreciating me and in, in, in needing my services. I'm I'm honored to be working on your project. Uh, is there any chance I could get this to you by tomorrow morning? Mm -hmm. You know, or is it super time sensitive? So I keep it light and I I try to make it feel feel good. You know, yeah. I've found a lot of people when they're starting out, they're afraid or they think that because somebody asks for something that they have to do it right away. And a lot of times they don't. And it's a part of it is, is especially as you develop the relationships with your clients and you know their workflow, it's pretty easy to know this thing has a real deadline or this thing, you'll just get to it when you get to it. Right. Within reason, you know, I'm not saying that you should just blow somebody's work off for a week at a time sure. without talking to them about it. 
But I'll get that all the time. Client will send me an email because he or she is thinking about it at that time. Sometimes it's like in the middle of the night and they just had a thought and they wanted to get it out. And it's something that's not time sensitive, but it's on my list. I, I need to know that so I can move it around based on priority. Mm-hmm. And because I, I do try to prioritize the things that are due soonest. Yeah. Because to me, that just makes logical sense for me in my mind. It's okay, well, this thing is due first, so I should do this thing first. Right. And and I do, sometimes I make up deadlines for myself, just for my own peace of mind. And also sometimes they're not necessarily logical. I just want to get something done. You know, like it, it happens every year for taxes. I like to have, I send out my and my clients 1099s usually the first week of January. They're not due until January 31st, but it goes back to why I like to do things first thing in the morning. I don't want to put it off to later in the month because I don't know what's going to happen later in the month. Right. So a lot of times New Year's Day or January 2nd, I'm on it. And then that's, you know, for my own personal taxes, I always do those uh, usually early to mid-February. They're not due until April but I like to have them done and out of the way. I just envisioned us high-fiving on that. We don't have to, but it just Thank you. It was a good on, thought on which, for me. Which thought? On the fact that you like get those 1099s taken care of. I was well, like, <laughs> there's something there's something job. rather therapeutic about it. I don't know I why. Know. But I, I know because part of this comes back to there was a time uh, when I first started my business that I was still a 1099 employee. And I hate waiting for people to get my stuff to me Yeah, because I like to do my taxes early. And some people will wait right up until that January 31st deadline. And yep. I just don't like it. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to have your taxes done as early as I prefer mine, but it's my own self-imposed deadline. And I do that sometimes. Um, I do have all my tax prep ready. It's now, we're recording this on the last day of January and my appointment's not for a couple of weeks, but I have all my stuff done. Good job. And it feels You're really good. Impressive. Well, January 31st was the day of catch up. And for the first time since September, I feel like I can breathe. And that's Good. a really great feeling because it's just been so busy. Yeah. That's where a lot of this stuff comes from. It's work is crazy sometimes and I'm grateful for it every time. Yeah. It's a beautiful but thing. A lot of people use different apps to stay organized. I've I've tried several with different clients. A lot of times somebody will come in like, I found this great system we're going to use. And it doesn't always work, but there are a lot of people that like Trello, which mm-hmm. is basically you they're boards and you just can kind of tack on to-do lists and you can assign them to people if you're working with the team. It's another way if you're more visual and you need to see all the things that you have to do, it's a nice way to put everything on there. Mm-hmm. There's one called Asana that people like a lot. One of my clients uses that. Same same concept. There's so many that I, I, I don't have one that I can recommend because I feel most of them do almost all the things, but there's always something missing there's one called Airtable, which is kind of, it's actually very similar to Excel, but it's its slightly different. But it, I would spend some time looking at these different software solutions. If you really find that you're strugg- struggling with just getting your day-to-day stuff done, mm-hmm. it's try different things. And that's usually how you find out the system that works for you. Yeah, I I still go back to I I have a, a love of both worlds. I like having some of my stuff organized through technology. Like I love having my calendar 
on my computer. Um, I actually still, some people really like to make fun of me about it, but I love Yahoo. I'm not a Google girl. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not Judge a Google me. girl. I'm not an AOL girl. But oh, well, that's good. Al- I mean, almost. You've if, got mail. If you were AOL or Hotmail, <laughs> I, I would laugh at you. But I will say that I definitely use, you know, a calendar system online, but I also love my Bujo, as you know, my bullet journal. And I have kind of a notebook system, if you would, um, where I keep a lot of things organized with handwritten notes. Mm -hmm. It's a system though for me. I don't know what it is about when I write something down, it feels more complete for me than if I type it. I don't know. It's just a process that I enjoy. I, I won't make fun of you for that. Like when when I was in school, in high school or college, I didn't study for tests in advance ever. Mm-hmm. I, I just never did. I would read as we went. The night before, I write stuff down. I you know I usually would take notes, kind of highlight stuff in books and and do that. But the night before, I would write everything that I thought was important down because the act of writing it down made it stick in my head. Mm-hmm. And it, it just was a system that worked for me. It yeah. was. You know, I, I, if I thought about it too far in advance, I, I might not remember it. But if yeah. I had spent the time, there's something about writing it that it just connects in your head a little yeah. bit more. No, that's good. So I get it. Yeah. You talked about calendar. Can we talk about the importance of calendars and scheduling and yes. the joys of every phone that, that we have? It has a calendar and you can set alarms and reminders and all these things that make your life easier. Because I find people all the time like, well, oh, I forgot to show up here or I didn't do this or I forgot I had to do this subscription that I signed up for and it was a trial and I forgot to cancel it for 19 months and I'm still paying for it. I use alarms in my calendar for everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm not, I can't say I'm calendar savvy. I mean, I'm not sending out invites to every person that I'm meeting with. It's all internal. But if I subscribe to a service, I one of the first things that I do is I put a note in my calendar for whatever period the trial is or the subscription is. Like I, I just signed up for Adobe Creative Cloud for one year. So I put one year minus one day in my phone so that if I decide at that end of that period, I don't want it anymore. I can cancel it in time and I'm not going to lose money for it. Because so awesome. I'm not going to think about it in a year, but I can think about it right now. Yep. I do that a lot. Appointments, meetings, yeah, alerts. Absolutely. I usually set one for a week in advance, a day before, and then like two hours before, depending how far away it is. Yeah. And I think um, as far as business is concerned, the the most unprofessional thing I think that you can do is just not show up right. to something. Yes. Is to quote unquote forget. I think that's probably one of the worst things you can do, if not the worst. Right. And because there's no reason for it to happen. Yeah. And, and, um, set reminders. Um, that's just something that's probably my biggest pet peeve (laughs) is because it just says you don't care. It's not a priority for you. So, uh, and don't think you're going to remember. Um, I think people who are, uh, newer at at being self-employed or uh, starting their own business and stuff, at first they're like, well, I don't have that much stuff Mm -hmm. going on right now. So of course I'll remember, of course I won't, you know, Mm -hmm. forget that day and that time or that, that task or whatever. You might, you'd be surprised. It it happens to all of us. Yeah. We we think sometimes in, when we're recording our podcast, I think of something I want to say and 
two minutes later, it's left my brain. Yeah. Poof. And it, it just happens as part of life. We can't remember everything. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter how much ginkgo biloba you take. I don't take ginkgo biloba, but I really like to say it. I keep forgetting to take <laughs> <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> I just really like biloba. I don't know. It's I like the word. word to say. Do you know what word I think is very weird? It came up last night. We were talking during one of the voiceover classes. The word nougat. Nougat? Nougat. Like, like in a Snickers bar, okay. nougat, nougat, yeah, N nougat, <laughs> nougat. Anyway, I was like, "What a weird word." Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like to say it. I don't like no. to look at it. I'll, I'll keep note of that. Maybe I'll put an alert in my calendar. It's not going to really help, just as a reminder. How do you guys feel about the word nougat? Do I you don't have a feeling about it, but I learned the other day, my mom came over for dinner and she said slurp. She was talking about soup and I realized I do not like the word slurp. What about Slurpee? No, I, I love Slurpee. Oh, see, funny. yeah, I don't. I've never. I didn't really think of it, but for some reason, and huh. I, we both laughed about it. I'm like, I guess I don't like that word. I didn't know. Huh. And the word scoop. I took a Pilates class, and the instructor kept saying the word scoop. You have to like scoop your belly, and I don't like the word belly either. So it was, I, there's a lot of words apparently that like I just don't. Words. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> no herbs and no oops. <laughs> Boop. I, I don't. I, I don't think negatively about that. Burp. Yeah. I don't. But I don't want to hear about like when somebody's burping. Like I don't. I know. But you don't have. You're not offended no. by the word burp. Some scoop and slurp. Ugh. Ugh. Isn't it? I can't do it. Also, Melissa, <laughs> isn't it pronounced nougat? Nougat. Nougat. Yeah. Is it nougat? That's how I I pronounce nougat. it. You you well, say I don't it like it whether it's nougat or nougat. Because <laughs> well, I was trying nougat. to figure out if you meant nougat or nugget. No. And you're like somewhere in between. You've got a fancy I kinda, pronunciation. I, don't, no, no, I went like nougat, <laughs> nougat. I don't like the word. I don't even like the way it looks on a page. Okay. It's weird for me. Well, it's a weird one for me. Yeah. Well. So. See, these are the types of things that can be distracting, which is why you have to stay on focus <laughs> when you're working from home. Yeah. Because you could just go a whole, look how easily it happens yeah. to the best of us. I mean, and so, this is. Don't go on YouTube when you're working at home. <laughs> don't don't even do it. No. Don't even go on YouTube and do not go on social media if you get sucked in easily. Um, I used to do I used to call it my Facebook five. Yep. And uh, now it's more like a Facebook two. Facebook two. So Whatever I'm real works. quick. You've talked about your reward system. Kind of how if the things you don't like to do, like admin work and bookkeeping work, yeah. how you'll kind of give yourself a sort of reward. Yeah. And I think that's a really smart way because we all have to do things that we don't want to do. We're not going to be yeah. excited. Those are the things we tend to push to the bottom of the to-do list. And sometimes that can be problematic because... Some, and it happens with bookkeeping all the time. And then suddenly you're a month behind or you're two months behind or, oops, I haven't done my books for a year. Amanda, can you help me, please? It happens more than you would imagine. Yeah. But you reward yourself with coffee. Sometimes with you blast the 80s music and you find a way to make it fun. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's really good to have that thing uh, that makes it kind of a reward like if I and, and again you're bartering with yourself in your head none of it is right. real but it's it's easy to say to yourself okay I'm going to get all of these receipts entered and then I'm allowed to have the coffee yeah something something silly but it's really yeah. helpful or I'm going to go in the kitchen and I'm going to eat that piece of chocolate cake 
But somebody but bring me chocolate cake. It, right? But I'm not going to have it. I can't have it until right. I finish, finish this book, book work stuff. Yeah, it's bargaining. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sometimes, sometimes yeah. that is, it, you trick yourself a little bit when you yeah. own your own business. You Because you have to do the things. Yeah, you have You're to never going to want to do that thing. There's always going to be some aspect of running your business that you're going to love less than other aspects. Like with being a voice actor, yeah, doing the voice work, that's the fun part. Actually being on the line with the client and creating and, and, and being able to read their script and, and do that process, I love that part. But I have to market myself. I have to send out quotes. I have to bill my clients to get paid. Um, I have to maintain all kinds of, you know, daily auditioning. Uh, um, I have to keep track of my auditions, who I submitted to, keep in touch with agents, keep in touch with production companies. There's so many different things I have to do every day so that I can do that one fun part that I love so mm -hmm. much. And all of that other stuff that I have to do that might not be my very favorite, it is necessary for me to be able to do the thing that I love the most. It's and it's worth it. And sometimes those annoying things are things that you have to spend a lot of time with and you don't get paid for. Yeah. And in my world, quoting, it's it can be really obnoxious because sometimes you might put hours into getting a proposal together for a client just mm -hmm. to bid on a job. Mm -hmm. You might not even get that job, but you have to reach out to all the people. You have to find out costs of all the gear and all the crew availability because you don't want to promise something and then you can't deliver. Right what you're going to offer, you put it together in a package that's easy to read and it makes it show that you put the effort in. But usually you're up against at least a couple other companies. So you might put these hours in and you can't bill your client for those hours. If you get the job, it's there's, there's ways to sneak sure. it in there into the budget to make up for it. But if you don't get the job, it was just, it was cost of doing business. Yeah. And those things, it, it's where templates and uh, canned emails, different if there's things that you do repeatedly, even if you have to change little details, a proposal probably follows a lot of similarities. The numbers are going to change, but a lot of the verbiage might stay the same. You might get a lot of similar emails asking you the same questions all the time and you find that yourself you're typing the same answer all the time. I'm a big fan for the accounts that I use that are Google. I know you're not a Google girl. Google, that's hard to say, Google girl. Google it's just girl. Google, but Google. maybe Yahoo has an, an option. Even if it's in a Word document where you type it out and yeah. it's just accessible where you can copy and paste, just save yourself the time. The only caveat there is you have to make sure to, to change the pertin pertinent information because yes. you don't want to send a canned email back to Brian and it says, hey, Carrie, thanks for this. I put, and I've seen that before. I will get emails addressed to the wrong name. Yeah. And so, and they're usually sales emails. And it, I, it's just, I responded to somebody on LinkedIn the other day because it was very clearly a canned email as part of a process that they go through, like, thanks for connecting and here's the services we offer. But this one came and it was just a little bit too much because it, it said, you know, I, I don't know what happened. And if I've been unavailable, I, I apologize for making it difficult to connect. But it seemed like you were really excited about working together. And I just want to make it easier and let you know I'm here. Like this whole thing. And I read back our messages. And my message had said, thank you for sending me for the information. I don't have a need for your services. So I don't know how that was possibly 
being read as this is important. Yeah. But I responded. I said, based on our previous communication, I don't believe this email was meant for me. I said, I, I see your services. I don't have use for them. If that's to change, I'll let you know. But it was just so bizarre that the way it came across, it's like, obviously it was a canned message, but it's like, know your audience because now I don't ever want to work with that person because it didn't even take time to address me personally and, and came across a little aggressive. Like, yeah. No, that doesn't work that Seriously. way. No, but there's a lot to be said for templates and mm -hmm. creating a template folder and having them available to you for all kinds of different tasks and email responses and stuff. But I super good point on just make sure that you are personalizing it for the person that you're sending it to <laughs> and making those small adjustments that need to be made. But that's going to take you far less time than having to write that entire thing from scratch every single time. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's such a time saver. And if it's anything that involves numbers, make sure to double and triple check the math. Because I've seen people use templates for invoices and they copy and paste one thing, but they forget to adjust the numbers. And oh, then yeah. they charge either too much or sometimes too little. And if you're sending it to somebody who's not honest, yeah, you, they might not tell you that you did not do the math right and you're actually owed several hundred dollars more. Yeah, I always tell people because I'm a stickler for that and I think people need to get paid what they should get paid. Absolutely. But, a lot of that just making sure to that's when you take a little extra time you save the money by doing the template but just double check your details yeah. before you send it out and spelling and grammar all the all spelling those things and grammar <laughs> that's those are such good ones and you don't want to always speak in um shorthand in acronyms when you're <laughs> you love acronyms though <laughs> i like acronyms but i, I don't you love don't. acronyms so you, you've said before that you don't like them because a lot of times you don't know what they are well i don't and i know or do i so i know it's like i mean i i like I like the three that I know. <laughs> the three? <laughs> OMG. I'm just kidding. B T W F Y I. See, you know you know some. That's all I got. That's okay. That's enough. That's yeah. enough. L O L. <laughs> Abby's giving her hints over here. She didn't really know that Sign one. Sign language. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so funny. Good. Do you have any other major time savers that you love? Major time, well, not a time saver, but more in our time management and just how to work from home <laughs> effectively. We talked about a little bit on last week's episode, and I think we mentioned it earlier today, but I like to set up my to-do list the, the day before, the mm. night before, I should say. When I'm, like, if it's Monday and I'm stopping work for the day, I want to have an idea of what Tuesday looks like. So anything from Monday's to-do list that didn't get done, which happens, Again, we're prioritizing. Sometimes we run out of time to get all the things done, but things that didn't need to get done that day, they moved to next the next day. And maybe those move higher up on the list. Or yeah. maybe there's a client call that I have to do some prep work for. There's a bunch of different things, but I like to end the day setting it up. So when I sit down the next morning to start working, I don't have to be, okay, well, what do I need to do? And just it's sometimes people get stuck in that. I don't yeah. know where to start, so they don't. So they don't, yeah. Two things that just popped in my head that are very helpful for me, that have really helped me stay on point and stay organized. One is if I have a task that's been looming that I just it's like haunting me, <laughs> get it done. Just, just get do it out it. of the way. Yeah. Um, like there have been random things that – 
I'll worry about it and it'll bug me for a week or a month. And it took 15 minutes to get <laughs> <Yep>. it done. <laughs> I just needed to just, yeah. like you say, shut everything else down, mm -hmm. all distractions around you down, and just focus on it and get it done. You'll be so glad you did. Yeah, and, and do it first thing. Get right. it first thing done, you know, in the morning. Yeah, or if it's really nagging you and you haven't found the time for it, maybe it cuts into your TV watching that night. Just because you have the time. If people are doing other things yes. and you know, maybe you're going to go out with some friends or something, but if it really is only going to take you 15 minutes, but it's going to be in the back of your head, like I need to get that thing done. Yeah. Just get it done. If it's just haunting get it you. Yeah. <laughs> go to bed 15 minutes later. You, you'll yes. feel much, you'll sleep yes. better. <laughs> and you know how you like to forecast, you know, the, the, the night before for mm -hmm. like what's happening. I have a couple of forecasts that I do. Um, I have a daily forecast where I like to look at what's going on tomorrow and see what's going to kind of spill into tomorrow from today that I didn't get to. But I do like to look at the, the next week in advance. Like mm -hmm. for us with having the studio and stuff, sometimes it's like, oh, I have a class coming up. I'm going to need to make some copies for that class instead of rushing and trying to do it the same day. Mm -hmm. Or if you have anything coming up next week that you can forecast and prepare for uh, and get done well, well, well ahead of time, it's just going to make for a less stressful day for you in that moment. And then the same thing is in for the month. So at the beginning of every month or at the end of a month, is I'm leading into the next month. I really like to take a good look at the month and what's coming up. And like, you know, if I have any trips planned or any days that I'm going to be out of the studio, or if I have any special events happening at our, you know, personally or professionally, I just kind of like to get my mind on what's, what's happening this month. Um, and then chunk it down from there. So then mm -hmm. look at it weekly, look at it daily. Um, it just kind of helps you just, just kind of have a really good out, outlook on what's coming. Yeah. I like that idea, especially when it comes to the, the forecasting, because the, there might be, there's a big, for, in, in my world, for example, there might be a big job coming up and right. I know I'm going to need to order a bunch of supplies. If I know it's coming up, why put it off till, you know, two days before I'm supposed to leave when there's all these other things going on, if I can do it a week or two weeks in advance. And then I can probably save money because I can have it shipped to my house and I save time because I don't have to go to the store. We all know I don't like to go to the store. So there's just pre-planning is not always the most fun, but all of these things that we talk about with structure and routine and planning and being organized, that's how you stay successful. And when you're running your own business or, or your life, Absolutely. It's things. Yeah. And uh, get her done and you'll feel good. I think being prepared. <laughs> I'm sorry. Last week it was, oh, there was something, you, you just throw in some weird phrase. <laughs> now, now get her done. Get her done. Made Brent laugh. So. No, hey, what are you going to say? What are you going to do? Um, I just think being prepared and being organized are the, the secret sauce, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And just doing it. Doing Stop it. Stop thinking yeah. about all the things you have to do and get them done. Yeah, it, it, because you can get them done so much faster than letting them haunt you. So no. don't, don't like to be haunted. Ooh. Okay. I have nothing more to add. That's, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Candy ghost. Cake ghost. Cake. Yeah. If, if a ghost brings me chocolate cake. You're in. Yeah, I can be haunted by that. If a ghost will high five me, I'm in. But but your hand would just go right through. I know, it? but it would still would make me feel good. Okay. Well, what joyous. if there's a ghost right there with his hand out right now? 
Like just high five did. <laughs> Had to make the sound effect. Okay, we're good. Hey, got a creative <laughs> imagination. What can I say? Um, we hope that this episode has enlightened you and inspired you uh, to to get her done. <laughs> and high five ghosts. Yes, and eat chocolate cake. Always. Do something to earn that piece of chocolate yes. cake. Yes. It'll taste so much sweeter. Have a lovely day. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.